0: Welcome to the Unpacked Project. We're your hosts. I'm Noel And I'm Miranda.
1: We're here to explore all things social justice. It's through casual conversations, interviews, and storytelling that we hope to inspire others to take action towards a more compassionate and equitable world. Because honestly, it kind of sucks here sometimes. <laughs> For real. We can do better people. All right. Let's start unpacking. Hey, everyone. This week is throwback week. (laughs) So super excited for this. Um, You know, to be honest, we wanted to do this as a season one wrap up, but you know, life. (laughs) So uh, we're bringing it back now because, well, life. Miranda and I are on vacation trying to maintain that work-life balance. So, you know, we thought it would be fun to take it back to our first season, which seems like it was so long ago. Um, so let's take it all the way back to season one, episode one, Miranda. Um, we ended that episode by writing letters to ourselves in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, another activity. That we be, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's take a listen, actually, to our letters. Dear
0: The Unpacked Project, I've poured myself into you over the past few months getting ready for this to help create space for change in this world for myself and for others because i think we all deserve to know that our lives truly matter we all deserve to be heard to be seen and really to know that we belong we all deserve to have the same rights and access to resources that allow that allow us to flourish because call me naive (laughs) imagine a world where everyone flourished it'd be pretty amazing Uh, but we have a lot of work to do to get there you know so i want change for our listeners I want growth for our listeners and when I look back I hope we can say that we did something here that helped make this world a better place. Hugs, hugs and more hugs. Miranda. <laughs> Miranda loves her hugs. I do love hugs. I'm kind of a <laughs> total
1: All right. Your turn. Oh, that was beautiful. I liked it. Okay. Here's mine. Dear the Unpack Project. This is it. I can't believe it. I wish I could hug you, but since I can't, now I just hug Miranda instead. (laughs) Which, by the way, she loves. Exactly. (laughs) No, but seriously. I literally can't contain the excitement. I am so inspired by you. I feel this work in my soul, and I am also terrified. Will people understand? Will they truly listen? Not just listen to respond, but listen to learn? As Nancy Solomon says, you get in life what you have the courage to ask for. So I'm asking you for this. Be unapologetic, be true, be outraged, be understanding, be the change that we want to see in the world. You are a force to be reckoned with and I will make sure of this. (laughs) Noel.
0: So I think the first thing that comes to mind, (laughs) we were so cheesy. (laughs) No, I, um, well, <laughs> I do. I do. It was like this ode to the unpacked project, you know. And so mm-hmm. I think that that was very special. And really, you know, a lot of that has has held true. You know, all those same things are my wants now, right? Um, really, just again, creating space for change in this world, and and I think we're doing that, you know. Um, we're building our social media. Um, people are responding in such positive ways they're so excited and thankful for resources they appreciate that it's something that they can tune into at their own pace mm-hmm. that we provide resources that we do activities you know um it's all just extended learning and and people are really loving it you know um now, you know my other hope is a world in which everyone can flourish, and mm-hmm. you know it's like. We've had some downfalls <laughs> since we we um read our letters, you know, but I think that this work is never done um and so you know, uh, and I still love hugs, so you know, nothing's <laughs> changed there
1: you do uh, <laughs> oh. yeah um yeah, for me i I look back on it, you know, same sentiment, so I'm really proud of of what we've done, mm-hmm. and you know, I do think that. The, the quote that, that was in there about, you know, the courage piece, I, I do think that, um, you know, that's a big piece of it. I still worry that people won't understand. You know, that's always as much as we we want people to learn, right? We're here with the resources and the information, um, but we get feedback on social media from people challenging things that we post. Um, you know, you wonder, are, will people stop listening I know that was a big worry for us going into this season talking about Mm -hmm. extremism and and this topic, you know, will it turn people off? Should we talk about it? How do we say it? Um, You know, but I I appreciate that at the end of the day, both of us are on that same page of like, we just, we need to talk about it and we need to be real, you know, and and we're fine and confident in having our opinions and having our standpoint and being unapologetic because these Mm -hmm. things need to be discussed and talked about, you know, so um, that's yeah. That's kind of what I think about yeah,
0: it. Yeah. Well, I think just you know coming in and and having our own voices. You know, so often we talk about you know who is our audience, who is our audience, mm-hmm. and really it's like any that's so broad because it's anybody that is seeking out this information. You know, right. and so it's kind of hard to pinpoint that. But I think the more important thing for us has been finding our voices, speaking our truth. You know and just being comfortable in this space like we're learning as we go too, you know. Yeah. So um so yeah. So so thinking back to the beginning of it all, I never <laughs> I never thought that we'd have all those interviews. <laughs> so we did so we had 14 scheduled last season, right? We ended up doing 13 total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I know that like so we kind of did mini series. We did start with education um, and then we went into criminal justice reform, you know, mm-hmm. a handful of other things. So we had only planned on having three criminal justice episodes, and then we got, we received so much support, we like booked them all. Because what we're we going right. to do, have a twelve season or twelve show episode season? Yeah, we
1: were looking at a twelve episode yeah. season, and we were going to just do like three on criminal justice, and then go yeah. into like LGBTQ and yeah. that kind of yeah. thing. And then got so much feedback. Um, and support that we I think we wound up having what six episodes maybe yeah yeah
0: yeah but it was great though I mean I think everything happens for a reason and Mm -hmm. really season one I I think played out and panned out the way that it was supposed to you know so uh really just a lot of great content so if you had to pick a favorite episode or moment from season one what would it be
1: um, so when I think back to season one, for me, like I always think of Noble. He yeah, was uh favorite episode of mine. Um, really Fernando, too. I yeah. just appreciate um people's experiences and stories. Um, so as much as I mean, I loved all of our interviewees, we we talk about this all the time, right? Like when we hang up, we're like, oh, we love them. Like, yeah, yeah, so much information, so knowledgeable. Everyone has been so nice. Um You know, and so welcoming, like into this field, just wanting to share all their expertise. So really, I've I've loved the experience in general and all the interviews. But when I think about really why we're doing this and, you know, people's how people's experiences are shaped by their environments and then what that in turn means for their own lives, being a psychologist. Right. Like it's just super fascinating, like hearing how the world has impacted people. And when I think about Noble, just how he was willing to come on and be vulnerable um, and share his story and how he's using his experiences now to try to change the lives of others. Yeah. You know, and I think of Fernando whose life was completely derailed. Like Mm -hmm. this man was sitting in prison for 18 years, you know, like, I mean, his whole life just completely shattered. And he's, turned it around and used that as strength and not that he doesn't yeah. have, um, you know, we talked about post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. and all of these things that he's dealing with as a result of what our system did to him. Um, but just how he's now trying to, again, change the experiences for other people, change the systems, yeah. take, take their pain and turn it into, um, something that's productive and, and is going to change the world. So I find that really empowering.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I just love hearing people's stories. So yeah. for me, they're yeah. who I kind of default to. And I think about yeah. season one, what about you? Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, you know, we talked about this. It was so hard to pick in general cause I completely agree with you. Um, but just because I couldn't pick the same people she did, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say, you know, Michelle from cahoots. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really, I think she was one of the first interviewees cause you know, we do our intake sessions. And so it's like, you know, a 30 20 30 minute kind of meet and greet talk about what we want to accomplish with the episode, things like that um, and she just was so down to earth and just you know clearly I mean everybody cares about this work that they mm-hmm. that they're doing um, you know in this realm of social justice and fighting for you know equity and racial justice as well but um, just kind of defunding the police and reallocating resources, and learning so much from her, from, you know, an organization that's been doing it for what, nearly 30 years Mm -hmm. was amazing to hear. Um, and she's just so passionate about what she does, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that was one of my most memorable episodes it really at that time, you know, defunding the police still is, but it was really much more talked about at the time. And so I just also felt like that was such relevant information for people to hear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was just down to earth and easy to talk to, you know, yeah. I mean, she's a West coast girl, you know, so of <laughs> course I loved her. Right. Um, and then Keith from, you know, he spoke on restorative practices, right. From IRP. Um, you know, I, like personal to me, I love restorative practices and had utilized that in schools when I was working with youth. And so that was also just near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And so to learn more in depth about other ways that that work is being utilized and then applying that to um, like Noble, right? right. Um, you know, just how full circle that work um, is seen. So, um, yeah, just really informative. And he was so, again, passionate his demeanor, you know, just at first I was like, I don't, I don't know about him. Is he kind of like dry or, but he ended up being such a sweetheart, you know, just so Mm -hmm. well-prepared, really cares about the work that we do. So intentional. Um, and just, you know, just giving grace and being kind, like you can just hear
1: it, you know, in our interview
0: with him. So so well, I remember sure. how
1: like excited he was about some of our questions. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, great question. Was yeah. so good. I love talking about this. Like, like you said like people that are just really passionate yeah. about yeah. the work, um, which I think we saw. I know at the beginning we didn't think we were going to get anyone to interview. Right? We're like, yeah. who are we? Like we're asking these people to come on and do interviews yeah.
0: and not pay them.
1: People are donating their time and you know, we, then we got such great feedback from these people that have so much experience and so yeah. much knowledge, and they're here just wanting to get it all out, right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and let the world know about what's happening, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so, yeah. and I
0: think, you know, the idea of this community that we've created, it's like, mm-hmm. we're doing this work because we care about it, you know, at this level, other people are doing it, too, and they just want to support and help right. and connect you with other folks that are doing this work and get you more interviews. And it just feels good when you are talking about stuff that makes the world so dark, you right. know, so so I really appreciated that. Um, so, you know, season one also uh, became much bigger than we imagined, like we shared, but it also didn't come without its challenges. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> lots and lots of challenges. So what would you say was one of the biggest difficulties we faced or you faced?
1: Um well for me I know
0: I know what you're, you're going to say <laughs>
1: technology I'm just like we hate
0: technology everyone okay oh, sorry like,
1: who would have known that not all microphones are created equal apparently like yeah I on now my third microphone I think yeah. this is the third one um and and as you will listen to season 1 some of those interviews my audio was not good um, so, you know, so we definitely dealt with that, just trial and error of the different platforms, Zoom failing on us. We, I, Fernando's episode, we had to completely reschedule because Zoom wasn't working or whatever was happening. We couldn't hear someone or I, yeah. I don't know. This, um, so the technology piece has definitely been a challenge. I think it's a continued challenge. You know, we're learning about different production platforms and Mm -hmm. different ways of recording and um, all the different logins for the hundred different things that, you know, we have just to keep the podcast going. Um, It's just, it's a lot. So I would say that that definitely um, was a big challenge. But, you know, aside Mm -hmm. from that, for me personally, I would probably just say the adjustment to it essentially becoming a third job for me you know yeah. i have um work in the schools i have a private practice uh, and then this is a, a third unpaid <laughs> you know job that i'm doing because it's a passion and i love it and it's actually like the one thing not the one thing but you know one of the main things that. I look forward to doing. Like I love it. You know, I love yeah. the recording. I love the research. I love talking to these to everybody. And like you said, building the community. Because a lot of times, honestly, with this work, you feel like maybe you're the only one that cares in some situations. Uh, yeah. um, or you're living in this world with seeing everything about racism and discrimination, and everything. And you're just like, what don't people get? How are we even? How is this even a discussion like Mm -hmm. um so having that that sense of community and having these conversations with people that are just as passionate about the work um is what really pushes me to to continue doing it but not without dealing with the stress of you know just how much time goes into it in addition to everything else that we have going on in our personal and work lives like that was definitely an adjustment in the beginning Um, I mean, I had to make that decision, right? Like I doing Mm -hmm. less time in my private practice, which really means I'm bringing in less money and less income. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to cut back. There was no way that I was able to do, um, all of it to the same degree that I was. So, um, that was difficult in the beginning.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, sorry, I'm just writing notes myself. Um, so you know, just to, well, I second technology, but first, um, you know, meeting like-minded folks, because we've also met a lot of folks local to Florida as well. Mm -hmm. So meeting not only like-minded folks, but like-minded folks in Florida has, has felt really great as well, especially from being, um, you know, from the places that we're from. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to put a little plug in here, you know, as Noelle talks about this being her third job, another challenge is all the money that we've put in and we've not gotten anything in return. So for those of you that don't know, I mean, ultimately, right, because this is a business. And I think people don't actually understand, like, we are a formed business, we have our LLC, you know, we give back to the community, we just did our book drive, you know, all the costs that go into hosting platforms, you know, social media planners, um, meeting with lawyers, you know, all of those things. Um, And then just our time. We do take donations and we would absolutely love if you would donate um, to the cost of the podcast just so we can continue this research and doing the work that we do. Um, So if that is something you're interested in in supporting us, we'd love for you to um, shoot on over to our website and there's a donate button on there and you can always give to us furthering this work. Um, but I second technology. <laughs> so <laughs> there's been multiple times I've wanted to throw my phone, my laptop. I just have to walk away from it. Um, I mean, I never knew that it would take four hours to sign a legal document if you didn't have DocuSign. <laughs> like if you, I wish I would, I don't know if I took a snapshot of your signature, like Noel got to the point. Noel got to the point. <laughs> Noelle got to the point. She's like, can I use this signature? I'm like, Noelle, what the hell is that? Like, I didn't care. Your I didn't hand come like, were you signing with a nub? Like you can't do, no, Noelle, like do it right. She's like, I just can't figure this out. I'm so annoyed. I've spent so much time on it. So, you know, sometimes it's the littlest things that you think would go quickly that take the longest amount of time. So definitely technology. Um, you know, I, was also diagnosed with anxiety, like kind of right around the time that we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you, working through that um, because I always say, "How do I deal with stressful situations? I just avoid them." Just, you know, well, I you can't avoid you, right? You can't avoid your business. So um, you know, when I'm dealing with challenges like learning new platforms that are super frustrating to me. You know, this has really caused me to just better my time management, you know, do a lot of research on how do I implement practices that can help me get through that. But I think the biggest challenge was really just interviewing. Right. And Mm -hmm. like keeping my voice calm, you know, like I'm having like a racing heart. I have like what are they called? You know, like you squeeze on them like a fidget to help Mm me. I'm just like I'm freaking out. Right. Medication helps, let me tell y'all. Um, so right, I had started that after kind of like mid season. And so that really helped. But um, actually, our episode with Michelle was so embarrassing. So our scripts are color coded. So I'm blue and Noel's green. And for whatever reason, I completely forgot. So Noel's was <laughs> like, okay, so it's like, okay, five, four, three, two, one. All right, and go. And she's like Miranda it's you. I'm like, "Oh, I'm blue." Like so then I get super nervous so we re-record and I'm like starting off and I'm like stumbling, speaking so quickly. So we finally the interview ends, right? We're done recording. It's just us and she's like did you just snort a line of coke Miranda I'm like what the hell was that i am like, i don't know i was so nervous like i had a coffee that day i had taken my medication i was I'm just Ed, like
1: what is happening right now?
0: oh my god i was like please we need to re-record the intro like i'm so embarrassed you know so just <laughs> so just little things like that um even just being nervous about you know your ums and your rights mm-hmm. and stumbling over your words and just you know, learning to push through that. And this is what normal conversation sounds like. And you listen to other podcasts and that's what it sounds like as well. So so you were
1: doing, you were doing the transcription for season one and like the one, the first two episodes, when you were going through and transcribing, you had the count of how many times we said, right. Or, and it was like a hundred and ninety.
0: I was like, we need to stop. Okay. People are going to stop listening to us because they're sick of how many times we say, right. (laughs) Like, um,
1: (sighs) So it's terrible, but, uh, um, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know,
0: anyway, but, you know, aside from that, we've learned so much through this process so far, you know, I can only imagine six months or a year from now when we get to look back and we're saying, you know, um, what we're saying about everything, but in this moment, how do you feel like we've grown and and we kind of touched on that, but where do you also see this going over time?
1: Um, I talked a little bit in the beginning of uh, when we started talking about that, about that. I'm just proud of us. Like yeah, we yeah. had always talked about doing a podcast, although we never had any idea of what it was going to be about or what mm-hmm. we were going to talk about. Uh, we just like shit talk a lot, and we're like, we should mm-hmm. we should do this live so people can hear it. We had
0: like 18 different ideas. They were all <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> uh, then obviously, you know, after George Floyd, we kind of narrowed it down to this, but. Uh, You know, so I think we had so many visions, weren't sure once we decided that social justice was going to be the route that we were going to go, still had so many visions, didn't really uh, know who the audience was going to be. And I think, you know, we're finding our voice, we're gaining confidence in talking about these issues and being willing to put ourselves out there um, to speak about these things. And, you know, really just trying to remain relevant And talking about the things that are happening in a truthful way, but also having it be digestible for people so that they Mm -hmm. can understand it and they're not turned off. Um, But like I said earlier, you know, at the end of the day, we aren't willing to like water things down um, or abandon our beliefs or our values just so that it's easier for people to hear. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is what we're here to talk about. It is what it is. It's it's the reality, Um, you know, and hopefully having different ways that we do it, like how we have our activities and we try to incorporate research and bring in interviewees that both have a lived experience and also have more, um, you know, knowledge from being out in the field, doing the work, We're trying to incorporate all these different pieces. So I'm proud of us that like, creatively and from a courageous perspective, um, we're growing like in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, hopefully I get, hope we get to a point where we're creating, you know, more like educational content. Yeah. Um, courses people can take or um, content that people can um, use in their businesses or at their jobs or in their personal lives for self-growth or reflection, um, you know, creating materials and content that people can start using outside of the podcast uh, is where I, I hope that we eventually go with this.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I agree with all of that, right? I think, you know, again, we're we're building a business, right? And it's not just a podcast. And ideally, the podcast allows us to, learn as we go, right? So we're Mm -hmm. learning, you know, different platforms that we can utilize for, you know, hosting webinars, training, consulting, things like that. The information, you know, we're self-taught, right? So the information that we're learning is information that we can then turn around and teach to others, you know, in groups, um, like you said, for businesses, um, organizations, things like that. Um, You know, so I, and, I really think the way that we've grown, well, what stands out to me the most is we were already friends, right? Best friends, starting a business with a best friend. <laughs> you know, some people, you know, it can be great or it cannot be, right? And just, you know, our, our growth in communication and working together um, and really filling in each other's gaps has been great, right? Like I was just talking to someone at work who's um, going to venture off on his own and he's going to have a business partner. And similarly, actually, he's black, his friend is white. And, you know, they both have dealt, you know, his, the white guy has supported um, the black guy in, you know, in like, in racial justice, right. And that's, that's true to who he is. And that's also important to um, him, because, you know, right now, he's just dealing with some things where he just doesn't feel supported, you know, Mm -hmm. so support in that way for who you are just on a basic level. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the work that you care about is so important and then how you work together as well. So, right. And I think that we've grown a lot in that way. Also just building a business, like I, like I said, learning all these platforms Um and just continuing to get better, you know? So I think even from season one to season two, you can hear a clear difference in our podcast, mm-hmm. in, you know, how we speak. Um, So yeah, just, you know, continuing some of that. Um, And then again, I'd love to train, consult, host webinars, all that good stuff, which we will get to. So
1: yeah. I mean, I knew you as a friend, but now I like know you a friend? <laughs> she's
0: I know she and she accepts me let me tell you I really appreciate so in addition to anxiety y'all I have so Noelle is not only a friend best friend she's like a semi-therapist you know she really tries not to um therapy me because that really goes against what she believes in but it just comes naturally right um and so she's like well you know Miranda um You know, anxiety and ADD really go hand in hand. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, I had ADD. And she's like, yeah, I think you might have it now as an adult too. I'm like, what? She's like, I mean, I work with you. I'm just saying, like, I've noticed some things. I'm like, okay, well, let me go get checked out, you know? So... Oh, I, mean, I don't come
1: without anxiety either. So it is also it is true. It's just
0: very different.
1: Right, exactly. We have <laughs> um, we definitely have our moments where I'm texting you like I cannot deal with this right now. I have, I need you to go handle this. Like I'm um, like
0: okay, here I go.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so I, and like so you yeah. said, it's just a good balance of kind of yeah. um, our own vulnerabilities, right? Like being yeah. able to um, know what we don't know. Yep. You know, nice and um, just how we help so, each other yeah. through that. So. All right, well, thank you so much for taking this trip down memory lane with us. Uh, like You know, like we always say, we appreciate you all so much and look forward to doing this work together for years to come. So we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and we won't have to show the unpacked project some love and be sure to like subscribe and review our podcast you can also check us out on instagram at the underscore Unpack project and if you enjoyed today's episode visit
0: our website at theunpackedproject.com, where you can make a donation that supports the research production and operating costs of this work
1: shout out to all of our listeners who unpacked with us today see you next week peace <laughs> <laughs>